0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Music Lab podcast. My name is Dog, and I am so excited to be back with Mr. Frank Schofield. How are you,
1: buddy? I am good. Is that the way you always introduce your show? Like, you're always like, hello, I am
0: Dog. Well, you have to be consistent in the podcast world. It is. Yeah. You're you're beginning and you're ending.
1: When I was in radio, the most consistent thing you can do is to do the same thing over and over again because people get used to repetition and they want to know what to expect. So when we had the Bruce Bond late afternoon show or, you know, the other side with Frank Schofield or the old barn hockey show or all these shows that I used to do. You'd always want to make sure, or the old barn hockey show, or you always want to have the same repetition. You always want to have the same cadence so that people know what to expect. And then they become familiar. Then then they feel like family. And you never want to talk, you always want to have people listen in on a conversation. Never want to talk at them.
0: I I couldn't have asked for better. Said advice. it better.
1: Said it better, right?
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> How are you doing? You look you look fantastic. I, I see you traveling all over the world
0: well you know it's it you know I was asking Kendra though like the shows that we went to this summer and in comparison it it was kind of light in all honesty man it's been trivia that's kind of taken over like it's crazy um but we'll talk about that a different night.
1: yeah I mean I, I could tell you what's going on industry wise I yeah. mean it's it's definitely a um a softer industry or schedule and cadence than it was in the past after we came out of the pandemic and the shutdown, everybody was out. And they were just out like mad, mad, men. And like, we would just get a million shows, like seven shows a month. And now there's this pause that's definitely happening that you're going to feel this fall. That's just definitely happening where, you know, people are taking a breath. And and, and I, I would say that as for ticket goers, as well as for bands and everybody, you know, it's just, it's kind of like a healthy uh, stock market correction. You know what I mean? Like a, Like a nice little breath.
0: Which is odd because typically the fall season, especially for clubs, that's a, that's a busy season, correct? Or, or not so much? Oh my much. God.
1: Yeah. It used to be crazy.
0: Right. So for, I, for it to be that slow now, that is, uh, you know, um, somewhat of a you know shock to the system. I used
1: to think a month ago, if you had ask me, I thought I was crazy. I thought I was not doing my job. I thought, you know, this, this, this job as a promoter just plays havoc with your brain. And I'd be like, you know, what am I doing wrong? Like, why can't I get the right acts? Why can't I talk to the right agent? Why can't I get them? Like, why won't they take my offer? And then, you know, I visited New York and talked to some people and just made a bunch of calls to a bunch of people. And they said, dude, it's just everybody's taking a breath. You're not crazy. You're not bad. Everything's fine. You know, Um, it's it's just there's not much out there right now. It's just really soft. It really is. So, So, I mean, look at Hershey. Hershey didn't back red hot chili peppers till i don't even know if that's a, a routed show or not i mean that, that show just came out of nowhere i think they just needed a and live nation owed it to them. and said hey take this show
0: you know uh, if you look at their itinerary around it you're exactly right i yeah. think playing in, in massachusetts for a concert like that weekend and like that's the only show they're doing like yeah it's, it is a little strange but yeah. uh those tickets are and a, crazy.
1: a lot of festival guys went under and then a lot of new festival people said, oh, I can do that. Okay, good luck. You go, guy. And, you know, so I think the industry is just still trying to work out its new normal yet. It just had, hasn't yet, you know, and everybody just has to be patient. But for the concert goer, the person that loves live music, boy, we have never had it better. You can't tell me the past two years was anything like the the 25 years before that because never have you ever seen – a plethora of shows back to back to back in, in such places and underplays and i mean it, it's just i used to say central pa had a good when harrisburg university started our show our series but you know it's just everybody everybody had it good like everybody came out you know
0: so so that's a good segue Let, let's talk about your relationship with harrisburg university how mm-hmm. you came about to to be involved with this you know university and, and how you got to where you're at right now. Within you know the university, I know where you're at. You
1: know. Yeah, me. sure. So but. I worked at iHeartMedia for like 20 years, and I was in sales. And I came across Harrisburg University, and they wanted me to do a show for their esports program. But they were doing a college tournament with like 60 college teams coming in, and I did it for them. And I started seeing all the good things that there were here to offer at the university. And I approached the president, uh, Eric Dar. And I said, Hey, you know, if you do a concert series, you know, you don't have to do any advertising. Like we can, we can make this work. And, you know, I crunched some numbers and sharpened my pencil. And, uh, he said, okay. And trust me, I'm, I'm just as shocked to be sitting here as you are to be sitting where you are. Yet. But, um, you know, we've had a great run and we've done some amazing things. We're probably at like 140 shows since I started like six years ago, five or six years ago. And, um, you know, we have Trey Anastasio this weekend. I mean, that's like, who would have called that? Or Mount Joy or, you know, the Head and the Heart or, you know, Jason Isbell or just the stuff that we're doing. Broken social scene. Who would have thought broken social scene would ever think about Harrisburg, Pennsylvania? Yeah. You know what I mean? Nope. A secondary market, you know? Yeah.
0: From from our neighbors up north, correct? Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. So, so let's talk about the shows this weekend. Uh, yeah. Mountjoy Saturday night. Um, Trey Anastasia with classic tab on Sunday night. Um, you know, in the lead up this week, what, what is your biggest, you know, obstacle and struggle?
1: Um you, you know, we have so many shows. I mean, we have ZZ Ward, Mountjoy, Trey, Tosh, Saltana at the forum. Then we have Broken Social, see Margot Price. I mean, we're it's like a sliding board a flume and um, you know you just want to like I got off a call this morning with trades people like you just you just have to keep going and you have to just keep giving them what they need to have a successful show. It's never about what you're you need. it's about what they need because they're going to come in and take over and do the best show that they can, you know and it, it's not anything really that a market is bringing to the table. it's what they are bringing from the road into your show. So you just want to make sure that they have everything they need. They need to have, you know, never thinks about it. They need to have great data. They need to have great internet. They need to have, you know, a good production company, which we use Claire for outdoor shows. They, they, they're they going to want a lot of space. They're going to want nice dressing rooms. They're going to want hospitality to feed 20 to 30 people. They're going to want to be here at 7 a.m. I'm going to need police officers to get them down one way streets. You know, we need to, you know, park their buses and close down roads and we need to just, you know, Make sure the stage is up, you know, stage doesn't sit there. We have to bring it in. Um, So it's kind of like a dance. It's kind of like a song and it's kind of like a movie. And I have great people around me at Harrisburg University uh, with John Harris, Sarah Bozich, with uh, Tyler Davis, Phil, um, Dwayne Maughan here, Eric. And, you know, we have a really great team that, everybody kind of knows what they're doing and i kind of just get out of the way you know and there's a lot of pride in these shows at harrisburg university that we're doing and it kind of shows because market's getting a little crowded shows are coming into hollywood casino h doing their thing live nations perking up hey what's going on and you know it's just um it's not it's not the blank piece of paper i had before when i started you know yeah. But we're we're pretty happy with what we have going on here, and we're pretty proud uh, to offer and let people know that Harrisburg University has a lot to offer for live entertainment, uh, for classes, for education. Where any any student, you know, if, if, no one ever talks about this, but any student, any kid that's eighteen years old, if he applies to Harrisburg University, he's pretty much going to get a free education and have a family sustaining job. Hands down,
0: pretty amazing. Family
1: sustaining, whether it be a trade whether it be STEM, whether it be science and technology. Um, and it's almost becoming a lost art or trade going to college and then getting it done. Um, and the, you know, the workforce shows that. And I think, you know, we have a lot to offer here. And I think that's the main goal of why we do shows is to let, you know, central Pennsylvania and, you know, the market and state and the East coast. I mean, heck we had the governor here for the roots a couple of weeks ago. Um, so we have a lot of great things to offer here.
0: So talk about the venue itself. For no one that's never been there, you know what makes Riverfront Park so special to see a show at?
1: Well, you've been there, right? Oh, I've been, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So Riverfront Park is—it's uh, in Harrisburg. It's right in front of the Harrisburg Hospital, to the left if you're staring at the river. It's—it's um, it's beautiful. It's romantic. It's has trees and a wandering path and uh we have a lot of food trucks and a lot of interaction and you know you walk down that path and then it opens up into this great huge stage that we have and you know there'll be 20 to 30 pontoon boats out in the river listening and there's this excitement there's energy it's like it's kind of like when the circus comes to town yeah and
0: And we have two great shows
1: mount joy and they're back to back you know Like once we say goodbye to Mount Joy, we got to look right back up and Trey's there at seven o'clock the next morning, you know, and it's a lot of fun. And the people that come here to the shows, I think they're at the point now, or it doesn't matter who it is. They understand that it's a great show. It's a quality show that we vetted that we know that we're only going to bring that in. And it's a really awesome place to see a show. It's really beautiful. I put it against any other venue.
0: Well, and I like too that you you really take pride and you know thought into the opening bands as well. It's not just the headliner. So I mean you're right. getting an entire night of great quality entertainment, you know, and that's that's kudos to you, my friend.
1: Yeah. No, thanks. But we have great vents, smaller. Ve- I mean, we, we work with XL, we work with other small venues, and you know, we've opened up back up the forum to do shows in there. And You know, when you think all that we have done, it's um, yeah, it's and the opening bands are great. Whether it's me bringing in the Peterson brothers from Austin, Texas, those kids are fantastic. I love those guys. Or you know, it's anyone else that we have locally that we give a shot to, or whatever. But we're doing it,
0: man. First aid kit open up for uh, uh, that was amazing. They're so good. Who? First aid kit opening up
1: for uh... first aid kit for Lord Huron last year. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. First aid kit was awesome. I tried to get them back this summer, but they don't want to come in. They don't want to come in here, but that's cool. Um, This weekend, we don't have any openers, by the way. Both shows are an evening with. Mount Joy and Trey, an evening with, meaning they start at 8 o'clock and it's uh, two sets right all the way through.
0: And I think Mount Joy's done that for their entire tour, correct?
1: Yeah, we have great sponsors. I can't thank the uh, commissioners, the Dolphin County commissioners for their support or Trogue's Brewery or PSF ecu or any of our you know comprehensive financial any of the people that donate because it's hard to make money just on tickets it's hard to break even just on tickets and you always need sponsorship and local support and the city of harrisburg has really uh, done that with the community and with our vendors that we have here so we're very blessed and very thankful that you know we're able to get all that going
0: and that's that behind the scenes stuff that people don't see that is so important. So hard. So
1: you can't imagine the emails that go through just for one show. I mean, yeah. And Trey is like Trey, the former lead singer of Fish, not former, but lead singer of Fish. Those guys, it's like, oh man. It's like massive. And they're they're just intense. Like they are, they are dialed in. Like usually bands come in and they just take care of it. these guys are like oh. it's like, whoa. I sit up a little straighter in my chair.
0: Yeah, when I, I see a trade. Doing yeah. it for thirty-five years, right? Yeah, no, <laughs> I get it. So, um, what shows have you attended personally this
1: summer? You know, that's a great question. I went to a couple Hershey shows. Okay. That I went to. Um, what Hershey shows did I go to that I like? Blink. Yeah, I didn't love Blink, but they're okay. Yeah. Um, I went to Zach, I went to Guns. I thought Guns was great. I thought Axel was dialed in. I've ne- I've seen Guns N' Roses twenty times. I've seen Axel angry. I've seen him hate people. I've seen him not out of shape. I've seen him this was by far the best Axel Guns N' Roses show I've ever seen. I thought he was phenomenal. Um I agree. and I really I thought he I thought they were better than Nickelback. I was excited to see Nickelback. I, I didn't think they were that good, actually. The guy that opened up for him, um, Brantley Gilbert, man, that guy brought it. Whew. That guy was guns out. I would love to bring them to Riverfront. You know, uh, Interestingly enough, most recently, I went to go see the Black Crows in Arrowsmith in Philadelphia at the Wells Fargo. I love the Black Crows. So I thought cool. the Crows were great. I'd love to bring them to Riverfront. Uh, the mix was a little muddy, but. I thought they were really, really great, and Aerosmith brought it. I thought the stage was great, and I thought Steven Tyler, you can't tell he's seventy-two. There's no way the way he ran around. I mean, he brought it. Um, and then you, when I saw Aerosmith, how old are you, talk? Forty-five, almost 46. forty-five. Yeah, it was almost like for the thing I loved about the Aerosmith show was it was the first show of their tour. So that means there's no set list that I can go cheat off of none. I couldn't even like guess. And I love that because I always cheat. I always want to know everything. And then um, I just thought they were just so great. But then you think about my God toys in the attic came out in 1976. That's Toys in the attic. (laughs) That means sweet emotion was on toys in the attic back then. And I'm like, And then I thought about my radio days. And then I thought about me growing up with Aerosmith with that album, like air guitar. And like, when I was a 16 year old kid, or then being on the radio in my twenties, listening to loving an elevator or listening to, you know, Janie's got a gun or listen. That's a lifetime of history of Americana fabric. I mean, that's just not a band that's good. That's the fabric of this country is Aerosmith. When you think about how long, And what they've done or how long they've been in the pop, media, mainstream, uh, whether it's old school radio in the 70s or top 40 radio or even 90s radio, all the way through, Steven Tyler and Joe Perry did it, you know? And I don't think anybody gives them enough credit. And nobody even talked about that aspect of it. But I kind of had that moment where I was at the show, I was like, man, this is like my life. This is like, well, look at these guys go, you know, it's kind of cool.
0: It, it is kind of cool too to be in the position you're in to be able to you know every once in a while be on the other side and actually get to enjoy it you know yeah not like it's rare it.
1: I go to a show and not right, right. yeah so Aerosmith
0: Martin. I saw them at Hershey for the nine lives tour in yeah. 96 that was a great great tour that was a great was it? yeah but
1: was the greatest show you ever seen in your mind and I know everyone's great but if I ask you that right now, first show that comes to your mind, and then I'll give you mine.
0: I would say probably Pearl Jam at State College in 2003. At the time, it was the longest show they had ever done. Wow. They did an acoustic set, and they Eddie said, this is for the Amish.
1: <laughs> <Best>. <laughs> that's kind of funny. Yeah. That's kind of funny. Yeah, that's probably I, would, of yeah. I would have to say that my greatest show was Motley Crue, Giant Center, when they said they were leaving and it it had that ambiance and build up. And it was like, like just all the way. And then that roller coaster that was whipping around upside down. And Tommy was like hanging off this and that. And the second would probably be the U2 show uh, that I saw in Philadelphia when they had that big stage that came down the middle of the, middle of the, yeah. the rink and then go, went back up just the size of that thing, how they played in it, in front of it, below it at the end. And U2's a band where, when I was sitting there, it was right before I got this job. And it kind of inspired me, the U2 show, because I I was sitting at the Wells Fargo and I looked at the stage and I was like, where are the speakers at, man? I don't see any speakers. I'm like, what's going on here? Am I at the right place? Like, what do you mean? What's going on here, right? And all of a sudden I'm sitting there. Swear to God, dog, I'm sitting there. I look up in the ceiling and all the speakers were hung by trusses in the ceiling over the top so that every seat in that venue was perfect sound. They are such innovators, such innovators that they don't get enough credit for, that they're just not. old. Those guys are innovators to make sure that every person had perfect, whether it's the last seat or the front seat, the sound was exactly the same. And the way they did that screen and that video all, breathtaking i'm going to the philly show i mean the vegas show at the sphere
0: are you really
1: yeah and i cannot wait i am so excited to see whatever band alone just to see what technology is going to be in that thing or or what that that what, what that brings you yeah, that, that's going to be great
0: i've just seen the images that it like you know portrays off of it i mean it's amazing it's absolutely it's amazing but
1: like, yeah yeah no, it's, it's going to be it's going to be really really cool
0: when is that show
1: uh, I'm going on. It's it's an October, It's like a residency. It's like a two month yeah. residency. Right, right, right. So uh, I'm going in October, blah, 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 17th of October. So don't don't rob my house.
0: Yeah, I won't. Um, but you'll definitely have to uh, give me a full review on that. One. Oh yeah,
1: for sure. <laughs> so let's. And this about- isn't even like me to go. Like I'm. I don't even like to travel. I don't even want to go see shows. I don't want to go. I don't, don't want to do anything. But I'm like, I don't think I can miss this one. i don't don't think i can i think i have to go you know have you been to vegas before been to vegas a million times yeah Yeah. okay okay all bad stories so usually but they're all great also (laughs) i wouldn't i wouldn't trade any of them in for anything (laughs) that's why it's vegas they say they say one day What do they say about Vegas? One day is enough, two is too many. Or three is too many. Three, I got to go. I got to get out of here. (laughs) What
0: happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So It's true. So let's talk about, I want to talk about year, from last year to this year. Yeah. What do you feel is like the biggest challenge industry-wise? Is it
1: cost? Uh, Just getting a band. Oh, okay. Okay. Just getting a band. I mean, just getting, getting someone on the phone, getting someone... That doesn't want to play a secondary market So It used to be the secondary markets in Harris street. We were the, I don't want to say this term, but we were like the shiny new object. We were the hot chick at the bar. Mm-hmm. And we were always like the darling, like I could get on anybody on the phone and then we could figure out a price and get it done. Now it's like, mm, we don't know if we want to do second. Like I could, I could not get inhaler right now. If I tried, there's no way I could not get Maisie Peters right now. If I tried, um,
0: you said Manchester Orchestra, you could, you didn't get.
1: I had Manchester Orchestra with Jimmy Eat World, and they decided at the last minute to go to Buffalo. They were to be here August twenty seventh, and they I don't want to talk about that one, but yeah, that's that what would happened. have been a heck of a one too, man. it have been that's great awesome than them, oh. dude. I had I had Jenny Lewis, I had Brothers Osborne. That's some pretty cool stuff,
0: dude. Jenny Lewis, I love Jenny Lewis. I love
1: Jenny. You know,
0: she's a little weird. And is she though? Well, okay. You didn't. You don't think so? Um. She dated Bill Murray. You got to be a little weird.
1: Jenny Lewis dated Bill Murray. Oh, Frank! Come on, man. I can't be. I Pop swear Paul. to God, I didn't know that. I had no idea that 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 was so true. So you know why I know that? Because of that movie. Um. Oh, because of the Christmas special, the Bill Murray Christmas special. She was in it. Well, look at my finger. Look how big my finger is in your video.
0: Yeah, that's huge, dude. That's You're a like, big
1: Gee. finger. That's a big finger
0: no but how ideas
1: but that's a big finger go ahead
0: we saw we saw her at willie nelson's ranch during south by and she's playing in his like chapel there and there's literally like you know uh what do you call those uh pews right yeah we're sitting like third pew on the right side pews are you know separated by a little middle walkway and i see in the back this kind of like shadowy kind of figure that kind of you saw bill murray Bill Murray was like ten feet from me. Talked like, to him? I didn't get to talk to him because he was, he was. A little, he, I think he was a little imbibed. He he likes his tequila. But yeah, uh, Wait,
1: do you think he, the 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 image of Bill Murray is deteriorating? I feel like it's taking a hit lately. Like something's up with Bill Murray.
0: Wow, well, a lot of people have died lately, so it wouldn't surprise me, man.
1: And I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean like he's had some accusations. He's had. I know his dating life's been out there. I know that I've seen him in golf stuff. I'm like, he used to be that guy. It's like, But now it's like, it's like Christopher Walken. Remember when Christopher Walken was like so cool and so huge and then all of a sudden was like, oh wait, like I never want to see my stars or idols when I'm young in that phase when they are fading or they are because I want to give them privacy. I want to accept them. Like I saw, here's, here's a great example. Yeah. Two people that I saw that I was so excited to see, so I go see Steve Winwood at the tower. God bless the tower. I missed the tower more than any other venue in the world. The tower I was the greatest at the
0: tower amazing show like great. Tower.
1: so I saw Steve Winwood there, right? Yeah. so I come home, and this one Christmas, I'm like, I get tickets again, and I want to take a buddy of mine. I'm like, you gotta go see Steve and I go down a second time to see him, and the second time was like two years later, a year later, and I'm almost like. Like when you see your artist starting to fade, like I never wanted to see Elvis Costello at the Whitaker center. I didn't want to see, or Joe Jackson. I don't want to see those guys. Like, it's almost like, I don't want to say goodbye, but I don't want to see them. I don't want to say frail, but I don't want to say, I don't yeah. know.
0: You know, well, I think that's why you were so appreciative when you saw Aerosmith that they weren't that way.
1: Oh, Steve Tyler brought it, but, yeah. and then I'll give you another example, Mark Knopfler. I saw Mark Knopfler, I am a diehard Mark Knopfler guy. I will walk off a bridge and walk through a glass door for Mark Knopfler. Mm-hmm. And I saw him a bunch of times and I went down to see him another time. And the second time, I, like, he didn't get out of a chair. Like he was, he, he was in that Phil Collins. I'm not getting out of this chair right. playing routine. And that was tough to see for me, you know, like, I don't want to see them, you know, that way. Yeah. How do you think the Foo Fighters are doing without Taylor, by the way?
0: Uh, that drummer is amazing. He's so is he? good. Oh my God, he's so good. I mean, obviously, Taylor was amazing as well, but sure. I don't think they, and I Missed don't, think, beat? well, and if you, I don't know Dave Grohl personally, but if I did know him, I would assume that he wouldn't have started this band up again if he didn't find a drummer, right? As good or, you know, better than Taylor. He, right. he just wouldn't do it, especially. No, being I'm sure.
1: Drummer. And the music has to live on. Yes. You know, that's why when we brought in, uh, Mike Campbell last year from Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Like, you, I don't know, were you at that show? You were at that amazing. show. It was amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it was amazing. That show itself, like, and you can attest, Tom was there. I felt like Tom Petty was there like no other show in my life. He's 72 and he played for two hours and 20 minutes. It was so. <laughs> and then he started, he played a bunch of hand, he played like, he didn't, he could have played more Tom Petty songs, but he sounds just like Petty. And I don't get, why and i'll give you another example of a band after this i don't get why mike campbell doesn't take the heartbreakers and go out on the road do medium-sized club uh, theaters or whatever and just play every freaking tom petty and the heartbreakers song there is because that music has to live on and he's not letting that move on and it's probably too hard for him there's probably an issue where he can't do it or it's too hard for him but you got to get ben montrent you got to get the guys that are in that band and you know let that music live for us that are still here. You know, we're all gonna go someday, but that music has to live on. Another example is the tragically hip. You know, Gord Downey, the tragically hip passes away, and there's so many tragically hip songs. I don't know why they don't get go get another front man and let that music live on. Like sometimes these big bands don't want to do that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know who did it right? Foreigner. Foreigner found a new guy, Journey. Okay, Steve, you want to play? Good riddance. Take care, buddy. This music's going to live on. And we're going, I have no problem with Neil Sean or Journey going out there and letting that music live on saying, you know something? We still have a life to live. We still have fans. We still want to get out there. And everyone's like, oh, but you got to take care of Steve Perry. Screw that. Steve doesn't want to play. Then whatever. If you can't make it work. And I get it. All relationships are hard. Every band is hard. Every marriage is hard. Every relationship's hard. But if it works. You know, you got to make it work. And I think sometimes when these guys pass off or die or get frail or can't get on the road, Aerosmith, you know, what's his face? They didn't have the drummer, uh, yeah. but they still made it work and you got to get out there. I guess I'm curious, what's going to happen with the Stones? What's going to happen with, like, if Keith Wood passes or if, if someone else, with do they still go out? I don't know. With it was only Simmons, three of them left. Kiss, does Kiss still go out? Does Ace I, still go out there? I mean, Skinner's still going out, and there's nobody left from them. <laughs> yeah, it's Ronnie Van Zant. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and you know, you know else did ZZ Top. They said, "Hey, the one guy passed. They went out. They got a new guy. Hey, the only deal is you got to have a long beard. Okay, get a long beard. Okay, that's it. Then you can go out." <laughs> heard the hair great though, you know? Yeah, they just played, didn't they? Yeah, ZZ Top. Yeah, they were just here for yeah. sure.
0: Um, so let's last last thing. I, well, you did mention. Are about you the- coming up for Trey? Uh, yeah, uh, I'll be up for both nights.
1: Are you, are oh, you going to yeah. do your show from there? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, because um, yeah, I haven't been up this summer, and I feel terrible, so I apologize. But
1: Yeah, thanks for coming.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: you so, know how hard it is to put up a stage and build a city like we do?
0: I can only imagine, my friend. So <laughs> I want to talk about, um, you did mention Ben Montent. So Margo yeah. Margot Price, who you have coming on the 28th he played keyboards on her new album and it's fantastic. Her new album. Yeah. Is fantastic. Margo's
1: fantastic. The end of the month on the 28th Margo price. I'm really thrilled to have her in here. Yeah. yeah. Good. Stuff. And wow. uh, what about you know, our friends at XL have Grace Potter coming in like two, two, three days later after that, we had Grace Potter five years ago, four years ago. And she was great. She tore apart the forum.
0: Yeah. She's got a great voice, doesn't she? She is, Yep. So what else do you have uh, coming up for the fans to, you know, Know about we're booking
1: we're booking spring now. Okay. We are doing a lot of fantastic stuff. And um, you know something? I'm gonna give you a guy. I'm gonna give you two shows.
0: Okay.
1: Two shows, all right. Oh, by the way, broken social scene. That's gonna be a great show. Can't believe they're coming here to Harrisburg, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, two shows though. First one's a younger demographic show, but it's a great band. It's called The Main. You need to come in. If you like The Killers, you should definitely come in and see The Main. The Main are electric. They are fantastic. I love The Main. And they're coming in in December. But here, here's one that's a good one for you. This guy's name is Paul Cawthon. And Paul Cawthon.
0: Texas guy. Huh? Isn't he from Texas?
1: Yeah. He's yep. a badass.
0: Yep. He played South by before. Yep. You
1: know who he's like? He's like a Sturgill Simpson.
0: Nice. We haven't a heard pub. anything from Sturgill Simpson in a while.
1: Sturgill's retired. He's never going to make another album. Did you know that? I did not know that. No, he's done, dude. He said, I'm done. He did that lawnmower acoustic string cheese thing that he did. And he goes, well, I'm done. I'm out. You know, I mean, I'm sure they'll come back around, but. Okay. Jeez, man. But Sturgill's one of those guys that. And he's like my number one guy. Like Sturgill Simpson's like my number one, 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 one guy. And you just don't. Yeah. I should deep dive him this afternoon after I get done with you here, dog. It's a good idea, man. I dig that. I appreciate you having me on today, dog.
0: Of course, man. It's always a great time. Uh, we, you know, check out uh, our interview with Frank that we did last year. Uh, actually, yeah, from, from Harrisburg or from Riverfront Park. So yeah. Let's do it in a different setting this time, but always. I'll make sure
1: we take care of you and your crew here when you get up here on uh, Saturday and Sunday. I'll make sure. You- what, what do you need? A table? A couple yeah. chairs?
0: A table, a couple chairs. Yep. We'll set it up, man. That's cool. Yeah, we're gonna do our top five songs that we want to hear. I'm
1: impressed how you barrel roll around the country. I'm like, what is he in Chicago for? Like, what is he doing?
0: Pearl Jam was uh... like,
1: you just pick up and go all the time, though. It's yeah. impressive. Yeah. It's 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 admirable what you're doing. I appreciate it. It really is, man. I admire it from afar. I see what I see what you got going out there. I'm always like, check him out. Look at dog. <laughs> hey, we we. Living the
0: dream, my friend. That's there you go. Do, right? Well, I hope
1: this has been great, and let's talk again this weekend. Looking forward that to seeing good.
0: you. Absolutely, Th- guys. Uh, this has been Frank Schofield from Harrisburg University presents. Hopefully, you catch uh, if you're in the area, go see Mount Joy this weekend. Go see Trey Anastasio. If not, uh, catch out catch all of the shows at XL Live. Like Frank said, the Whitaker Center or uh, not the Whitaker Center. What's the other? Uh, what's that? The Forum. What any?
1: What's the, the like, Forum? The Forum is Tosh Sultana on Tuesday. Okay, excellent. Yep. That's a great show.
0: Well, ladies and gentlemen, you've been great. I've been Dog. This is the Music Lab Podcast.